Welcome to the Bumpaholics Podcast. The Bumpaholics Podcast serves our community by providing education on fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, lactation, and parenthood. The overall mission is to support expecting parents so they can be more well-rounded and empowered to make informed parental decisions in their journey through parenthood. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's afternoon tea. I am drinking green tea today. Um, So our chat is going to be about what it looks like when you hire a KC Women's Ministry doula for birth services. And we're just going into specifically birth services today. We'll do another, um, another talk at another time about postpartum services, and then any wellness services such as yoga or um, lactation um, and any other wellness services that you guys can think of that we might have in uh, someone working with us for. So we're going to go over, like I said, the birth doula services and how we would support you, um, what our team dynamic looks like, and how we give back to the community through the birth services that we are providing you. So I'm Brittany. Um, I have a bachelor's of science in health education. I was a certified health education specialist at one point in time. (laughs) And now I am certified as a birth doula and a bereavement doula through still birthday. And then I volunteer and um, have a, a pretty strong role with the keeping community women's ministry. So KCWM. Um, and I'm Madison. Um, I'm also certified in birth and bereavement through Still Birthday. Um, I'm also a trained postpartum doula, and then I do some um, peer education for baby wearing. Um, and yeah, I also work with KCWM. So um, I'm also the director of the birth doula program. So this is my niche. I'm very excited to talk about it today and um, what it looks like when you hire us and and what the process looks like on our end and what kind of support you get on your end. So I'm very excited. Yes. And I'm one of the doulas that provides the support. So I can give you some hands-on information as to how, um, as a team, how we support our clients and, you know, how we make sure that you have a continuity of care and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, let's jump right in. Um, Perfect. So Madison, let's start with how, how we get our clients. Where do we get our clients from? Yeah. So, um, when someone's ready to hire us, um, all of our intake happens on our website. Um, we try and, and advertise as many places as possible. A lot of times we get our referrals from word of mouth. We have so many fantastic doulas who work with us um, and they love talking about us. We love talking about us. Um, I see us all over Facebook in all honesty, even in some unrelated groups, you guys pop up all the time. I love it. Um, So we do all of our intake through our website. Um, If you have questions before you hire us, before you're ready, um, you can contact us through our website. You can contact us through Facebook. You can email us, um, contact at caseywomensministry.org, any of those places. and, And we all kind of love responding to those. It's always a race to see who can respond first. I'll open a message to go respond. Someone's already responded. So um, we try and be pretty quick. So if you have questions before you're ready, um, especially after this video, after we go over all of it, 
anywhere you contact us, we're ready to respond. Um, like so, she said, we're very quick we're and we need to identify ourselves since there are a few of us monitoring our Facebook messaging and mm -hmm. our email, our contact email. Yes. So when you go onto our website, um, there is a section to um, hire us to apply for having a birth doula. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you fill out that information, that intake form, um, it'll automatically send you information based on which program you're interested in birth, postpartum, all of that it sends you information. It sends you all of the paperwork. Um, and it also sends us a notification and we reach out to you as well. We help walk you through all of the paperwork and getting everything set up. Um, and then we kind of go from there after we get all that paperwork back from you. Awesome. So, um, very briefly, because we do have a short amount of time and we got a lot to cover. What kind of questions are you asking in the intake form? Um, we're asking who you are, um, what your due date is, um, you know, uh, why you're hiring a doula, um, what kind of experience you've had so far in your pregnancy. Um, I put you on the spot <laughs> or we froze. I think I lost her. <laughs> so I think so. I think I lost her. I'm sorry, everyone. While she works on getting back up. Um, oh, there she is. There we go. You were frozen. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We're back. <laughs> Did you hear everything that I said? Uh, the last thing I heard was the... Um, I'm sorry, the, um, how the pregnancy is going. Okay. Um, so yeah, who you are, when's your due date, why you want a doula, how your pregnancy is going, just very basic information. Um, we get into more detail after you hire us for confidentiality reasons. Awesome. So, um, you know, I know there's a team dynamic and we'll get a little bit more into what that team dynamic looks like after we go through that initial process, but, sure. um, how do I get my team? Like, how's the team chosen? Yeah. So one of those information forms that you get emailed after that intake form kind of explains our team dynamic um, and how you get to choose your team. Um, if you're hiring us, you get to choose your doulas. We have a directory on our website of all of our doulas who are eligible to be on your team. Um, you fill out your, your top information your top doulas, who's your favorite, who's your next favorite. Um, and then we take that into consideration and we put three people on your team. You have two primaries and a backup. So you get to choose who's on your team. Oh, I love that. What if the person I choose isn't available? We didn't go to your second choice. Um, so on our form, we typically have you fill out four or five of your top choices. Um, and we just kind of move down the line. We start with your number one. If they're available, they get your prime, their first primary spot. Then we go to number two. If they're not available, then we go to number three and so on and so forth. Um, and we fill in from the top down. So you're, the first two that are available from your preferred list are going to get those primary spots. And then that third person that's available is going to get that backup spot. Okay. So what's the difference between a primary and a backup? And then what's the difference between the two primaries? 
Sure. So your primaries are going to be the ones that meet with you before baby's born, um, go over your birth plan, practice comfort measures, um, do all the paperwork. They're going to be the ones that are texting you um, throughout your pregnancy. They're going to be your main contacts. Um, they're also going to be the ones that are splitting the on-call time. So when it's time for you to have your baby, it'll be one of those two people that will be there for you and ready to head to the hospital or birth center or come to your home, wherever you're delivering. Mm -hmm. um, the backup person is there just in case something happens to both of those primaries and neither of them are available when you need them. Um, so poor weather, someone's sick, family emergency, um, just in the case that both people are unavailable, um, we have that backup just in case. And then we have an extensive in-network program as well. If for some reason, all three of your team members are unavailable, um, we do have kind of a hierarchy behind the scenes of people who aren't directly involved in your care um, who are available. So you're never without support. That's really good to know, you know, because yes. um, that's, that's a, good concern for a lot of people. You know, I've hired this doula and now she's at another birth, but I'm in labor. I want her here, but she's no longer available. So it's good that you guys have a, a team dynamic and set up so that, you know, we can really make sure that our clients are well cared for. Yeah, um, absolutely. So Talk to me about on-call. This is a term I hear a lot from yes. other doulas. You know, I'm on-call or I'm not on-call right now. What, what does that mean? Yeah, so um, every doula does on-call a little bit differently. Um, how we do it at the ministry is we typically take from 30, 38 to 42 weeks is our on-call period. Um, now, this doesn't mean that if you go early or you go past 42, that doesn't mean we're not going to be there for you. Um, what on-call looks like for us is we break down minute by minute those entire four weeks, and we make sure that someone is available at all times to drop what they're doing and come be with you when you're ready. Um, so we make sure that, that our doulas are well-rested. We make sure that they're in town. Um, we make sure that they're not preoccupied with the other things that would prevent them from being able to go to your birth when you text and say, Hey, I'm ready for you to come join me. Um, before 38 weeks, uh, we don't require that of our do list. So if you text and say, Hey, I know I'm 36 weeks, but I'm going into the hospital. I'm having contractions. I'm ready for you to be here. Things are happening. I need support. Um, we allow our doulas extra time to get there. Um, if they're available to get there, we want them there. They want to be there. Um, but because it's not within our on-call time, we don't require them to be ready to go at the drop of a hat. That's kind of how we look at it. Um, okay. And then, of course, if you're going early or you're going late, we go down that hierarchy again. Primary one wasn't, no one's on call. Primary one's not available. Primary two's not available. Backup's available. Backup goes. Um, if backup's not available, we go, we continue down that line. We have that internal system. So even if you're going early, you still have support. It just might not be within the two hour time frame that we had prepared for. Okay. That's really good to know. Um, that's a great line of, you know, what to expect as a client. Now, mm -hmm. as the doula doing the work, you know, my motto is as soon as you hire me, I'm on call, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So a lot of doulas have that mentality. Um, and, you know, 
at that on-call period, what they do is, so at 38 weeks or so, they are adjusting their home life. Um, you know, my husband and I will go grocery shopping with the kids. So a lot of times I'll say, hey, honey, I'm on call for a birth right now. Things are going well. Um, no contractions have been happening. So we can drive together at this moment. But if I get a call, we got to go. Yeah. So it might be better if we drive separate at that point. You know, if, yeah. if I have a client at 41 plus five, so that's 41 weeks plus five days, you know, I'm going to say, hey, honey, uh, let's take separate cars yep. <laughs> and let's make sure you have the car seats because if I need to leave for this birth, you know, I, I need to make sure that I'm available. Um, exactly. The other aspect of that on call as part of the team um, that is often providing care um, with my other primary doula, whether we're, you know, it doesn't matter if we're one or two, just with that other doula that, um, I'm working with, we will, we'll sit down with our schedule and say, okay, on this day, I have this going on on this day. I have this going on, or, you know, I'm available more often during the day, or I'm available more often at night. So I'll take daytime on call from 7am to 7pm and she'll be nighttime on call from 7pm to 7am. So And that's not necessarily something we tell the client as in who's on call, um, because ultimately we are both supporting that client. Um, You know, whoever isn't physically in the room, if we can both physically be in the room, we will. Yes. um, Especially if we have a shadow with us. But um, generally, whoever's not in the room is still available by text and providing support to that doula and potentially to the client. We're more talking with our doula team just to make sure that um, this is happening in the birth room. I need some help. Um, you know, how can I talk to this nurse? Or yeah. um, I'm not as familiar with this particular aspect of a procedure that they're trying to get her to do. Give me some backup, uh, give me some background information so that I can give her some questions that we can ask. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite things about the team dynamic is that we're not just giving extra support to our clients, but we're giving extra support to our doulas um, that we're constantly, our our doulas are are texting their teams um, while they're at labors, um, while they're at deliveries. And, um, really just getting that moral support and knowing that, that their friends and their colleagues are there, um, when, when they need them, you know, this, I've been going on 12 hours now I'm exhausted, but because of COVID, I can't leave. And just getting those messages that pour in that say, you're doing great. We're so proud of you. We're here for you. She is doing so well because of you. You're, you know, just getting that encouragement while you're drained physically. Um, and just, is so fantastic. It's, yes. it's yes. so helpful. And it's, it, it's not something that I had experienced before the ministry. And, you know, it, it's often, you know, birth is amazing. It's incredible, but it's also isolating, especially with COVID regulations right now. So having that yes. team dynamic as a doula, have, knowing that, you know, I'm still awake. I've been here for 17 hours. Like you said, I'm exhausted, but my team is there to help me um, because in hospitals, most of us can't leave and another person can't come in. So once we're there, we don't leave. Um, So, you know, knowing that this, my, my doula support is also awake and supporting me, you know, they're not going to sleep just because they're not at the birth. Um, Oh no. You know, no, my, we don't go to sleep. 
<laughs> one, of my, one of um my clients just had her baby and the doula was there for, oh my gosh, how many hours was she there? She was close to 17, right? It was close. It was close to 20. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll yeah, remember. it was, it was like 18, 19. Yeah. So she had gone in first thing that morning, you know, um, she was helping her kids get ready for breakfast and the client called, text us saying, Hey, I've got some contractions. Um, and so we talked her through the next steps while our doula was preparing, um, so that we could provide support while our doula was in transit, you know, the mm-hmm. one who was going to be on, in, on how in, on site, <laughs> on site, in house, all of it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm mixing these words together. So yeah. while she's on her way, we're providing our client that support um, so that the client's not left alone. And then on top of that, you know, we were texting up until 3 a.m. when yeah. the client had the baby. So- yeah, baby was born at 1.30 a.m., somewhere around there. And um, yeah, we were we were all awake. I mean, yeah, we were all, I'm, I may have fallen asleep because I had to be up at 5 a.m., but you know, I was still up until like 11 o'clock being like, how's things going? How's it? I mean, you yeah. know, we, we get, we get excited about it and, um, you know, we're there to support our, our doulas. And, um, I mean, who doesn't want to know when a baby's born, especially <laughs> when we've been invested in these families' journeys. And now we're not the one that gets to be there in person. We still want to be involved. We love right. it. We still want love to it. Our client to the absolute best way that we can. Yeah. And by providing virtual support to your doula who is with you is one of the best ways that we can provide support for you. So, you know, if, if she needs a recommendation, Hey, she's feeling some pressure just on one side. Okay. Well, let's try a peanut ball move. Here's a picture you know, this way the client doesn't have to worry about all that. We're just texting right. the doula and the doula already knows what we're talking about. So we can say, okay, try sidelining with a peanut ball. And yeah. she knows exactly knows. what she's talking about. But I just wanted to go a little more in depth as to what that team dynamic looked like. Yeah. Um, because that continuity of care and, you know, why would we have a team? That's a big question. Um, so I do know some people were asking about continuity of care. Um, and I know we've mentioned the text chain in the, um, just a little bit ago, but Madison, can you tell me a little bit more about how we ensure a continuity of care? Because that's the whole purpose of getting a doula. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all three, both your primaries and your backup, all three of your doulas are constantly getting information about your progress. Um, so from the moment that your team is set up, they are all in a group chat together, just your doulas and then um, their coordinator or their director overseeing things. Um, So everyone is getting your application. Everyone is getting all of your paperwork. Everyone is getting all of your information. And then once that group chat is set up with you, um, even if you're not getting messages from one of your doulas, they're still seeing all the messages you're sending. Um, Anything relevant is getting shared with all of the doulas after each, we want both primaries to be at at both prenatals. We do two prenatals. The first one is primarily paperwork, getting to know you, um, some basics. And then the second one is really when we get into depth of what's your birth plan, what's your desires, what are your fears, um, comfort measures, things like that. Our goal is to have both of your primary doulas attend both of those meetings. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Now, let me, let me jump in there real quick as a doula who's providing the services, 
usually primary one is conducting that first prenatal mm -hmm. and then primary two conducts the second prenatal. Both primaries then give a full recap of that prenatal and the discussion um, in the group that we have in our internal group chat. So yeah. Um, even if that doula, your, your primary doesn't attend and same with the backup, cause the backup, we don't require to attend anything. Right. But even if your primary, um, your second primary doesn't attend that first meeting, she's still getting all of the information, yes. um, so that she's fully aware of what your requests are and, you know, how to best care for you and provide you support. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's, that's exactly where I was going with that, that everyone gets all of the information. Um, and even if both primaries do attend, we still have them do a recap in the, in the chat. Um, I well, currently am the backup. Yes, exactly. For the backup. Um, and then I'm currently the one that oversees, um, all of our community clients and, and their group chats. And so, um, I'm involved in both the client group chat, you know, when we're talking with you and then when just the doulas are talking, um, and a lot of that, that recap is for me as well. Um, yeah. making sure that there's, that we're getting all of the resources to you as the client that you need, making sure that our doulas are supported, especially if there's something that we may anticipate is a little bit more difficult, making sure our doulas are prepared. Um, and then I'm also usually fourth in line if all three of ours, our doulas can't attend. So um, making sure that everyone is, is very well informed about everything that's going on um, really ensures that continuity of care that um, no matter who attends, they've been well aware of what's been going on um, for your, your meetings thus far. So. so Madison, can I meet every single one of my team members. And when I say that, I mean the backup too, because, um, you know, what's that look like? Sure. I mean, we, we give a lot of autonomy to our doulas. Um, and just because we don't require our backup to attend any prenatals or any visits, um, doesn't mean that they can't attend. Um, and if you're someone that really wants to know every single person that get it, that gets your information, Absolutely. That's completely understandable. I probably would want that too. Um, and there's several different ways that you can do that. We can do a Zoom meeting like this. If you want your backup to attend a prenatal, just let us know ahead of time and we'll work it out with their schedule. Um, all of our doulas, even the ones that end up in backup positions, they're highly trained doulas, very passionate about what they do. And just because they're in a backup position doesn't mean that they're taking a back seat on your care. All of our backups are always very involved, just kind of behind the scenes. Um, so if you want your backup to, if you want to meet your backup, absolutely. If you want to meet me, absolutely. If you want to meet anyone on our team, absolutely. Um, during COVID and because Kansas City is so large, Zoom and video chat's probably the best way that you're going to meet some of those background players, like your backups and um, other doulas. But if you want to meet us in person, just let us know and we'll try our best to make it work. I love that. I do. I love that. So another question that pops to mind as we sure. talk about meeting our doulas, um, you know, there might be times when I really, if I were a client that I might really relate well to one specific doula. Mm -hmm. Can I request either one primary doula, say I went to a doula date night or something, and there was one person there that I absolutely adored and I can't imagine anyone but her at my birth. Can I request yeah only one doula to be on my team um, with maybe a backup option. 
And if not, or um, in addition to, can I request that say I have a two doula team? And again, I, I relate really well to this one doula. Um, she's been my main contact point, point of contact. Can I request she be the doula that comes to my labor, regardless of the on-call layout that they might have set up? Yeah, absolutely. You can make um, any kind of request um, in, in regards to your team. You want one doula, two doulas. You want to make sure like this specific person is, is your backup, but you don't really care who's the primaries or vice versa. Um, we give a lot of autonomy to our doulas. Um, however, we do have to make sure that the doulas are okay with this. So if you request, say, um, I'm the client and I say, I met Brittany, I met you um, at a doula date night. I really loved you. We really connected. I really, really want you to be my doula. Um, in my application and in my paperwork, I'm going to say, I really want Brittany. Um, I don't really want a, a large team, but I understand she needs a backup, but I really, really want Brittany. Um, what I'm going to do as the director, when I see that is I'm going to come to Brittany and I'm going to say, Hey, this client that you met with, um, she really wants you. She's interested in just having you in the backup. Are you okay with that? Um, and then based on your schedule as the doula, you're either going to say, yeah, I can do that or no, that's not something I can swing right now. Um, and if, if our doula is on board with your request, we would like to honor it. Um, we want to make sure that our clients and our doulas all are happy and comfortable with the dynamic that we set up. Um, so we really try and support um, with that team dynamic, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way that we structure things. Um, we do prefer to have that backup. Um, and even if that backup's not directly involved per client request, we still want to have at least a network of someone just in case you say, Brittany, you know, you're not available or, or, or you get sick or it snows and you're an hour away or whatever, just so that we can make sure that that client is supported. Um, but yeah, we, we want to honor as many requests as we can and any request is, is, uh, acceptable. So. I love that. I really do. You know, working as a doula for the ministry, it's been a whole new ball game, really. Mm -hmm. It's so not to toot our horns or anything. I <laughs> I think we have a phenomenal setup. I really do. You know, I'm, I'm one of those doulas who the team dynamic, it, I have a love hate relationship with it. <laughs> you know, I, I love the support that I get from the doulas, but I'm very, um, you know, I, I take, I take responsibility onto myself for the client. Mm -hmm. um, so having someone else share that responsibility can be difficult for me. Um, Absolutely. But I, I work super well with the doulas that I work with and, you know, we have a great team set up um, that makes it easy to run and yeah. easy to support our clients. Um, Absolutely. We've had no complaints from the clients with the team setup. We've had clients who, you know, when they first start with us, they're like, I didn't understand how that might work, what that looks like. Was yeah. I going to meet everyone? But at the end, they're like, this was great. I love this. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. They're like, I, I couldn't imagine having my birth go without a team. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's very, knowing that, knowing that you have that safety net, yeah. Um, that, you know, this is my doula and I'm really connected with her and, yeah. but if she can't show up, that's okay. Um, rather than having that fear of, oh my goodness, what happens if my doula can't show up? 
Right. Well, like that's, I mean, that's a big fear. It is a big fear. And you've made a connection with the other doulas on your team, um, you know, with the other people who are supporting you, you know, as a, a backup, I was the birth that uh, we were just talking about this 17, 19 hour birth. I was actually the backup for that particular client. And, you know, I jump in, introduce myself, and then I let the two primaries take the role, you know, take that lead and have that um, daily, weekly communication and that main communication through that labor. But when it came time to have her baby, you know, the second primary doula wasn't available and the first primary was on the road. So I was the one providing that support while she was in transit until she was able to be on site with her. Um, and you know, it's, it's just as gratifying for the backup doula. It's just as rewarding for the backup doula, um, to support in a labor or even through the pregnancy. Absolutely. Um, Well, it's, I mean, it's even, even rewarding for, for me is just a, kind of a silent observer, um, you know, just making sure everything runs smoothly. It is still, you still get that, that birth high when, you know, baby's born, like you just start crying and it's just, it's glorious. And I've never met these people. I've only talked to them through text, but oh my goodness, do I feel connected to their family? Um, you know, and it's, it's just, it's such a strong community that, that we have set up through this unique dynamic. It is. I love it. So you mentioned community. How do we give back to the community through our birth program? Yeah, absolutely. So this is one of my favorite things um, is what we call our birth it forward program. So when you hire us um, for your doula services, a portion of your fees that you pay us for your services go towards funding um, another family's birth that wouldn't normally be able to afford their doula services. Um, So we take take a portion so that we can then pay the doulas um, for providing services for families who can't afford it themselves. Um, We also offer a sliding scale program for families that don't necessarily qualify for for, uh, free services, but they do qualify, but they don't, can't afford the the full price. Um, So we offer that sliding scale um, to help give back. And portions of those fees as well, even though they're smaller, they still help fund Um, births for other families who can't afford it. Um, We also do everything that we can for families who can't afford our services, whether sliding scale um, or partnership to fundraise for those funds. Um, We put out fundraisers on our Facebook. Um, We we help with information on how to fundraise from your friends and family. Oh no, we froze again. No. And no matter their financial status, be able to afford our services. Um, we also, oh, sorry, go ahead. So before you move on from fundraising, we, um, I just want to make a note that we actually have an email template that we give you um, if you request some fundraising assistance. So uh, we also have a, a payment plan option where you get to put together, did we freeze again? We froze again. Okay, okay, there we go. You're back. Okay. <laughs> Last thing you heard. The email template. 
Okay. So we have an email template for you to send your family and friends to help you with that um, fundraising process, because it can be a little daunting to put that together. We also have a program, um, it just new, we're starting to work it out with a a company called Genies, G-E-E-N-E-E-S. They're working with us on setting up um, our Birth It Forward birth doula on their platform so that you can use their platform to help raise the funds for your doula services, which is phenomenal. And then um, along with the fundraising aspect, um, we have, I've, I had something I was saying <laughs> when I froze and now I've, um, I lost it, I lost it. That's okay. <laughs> we can just move on and if you remember it, we'll come back to it. That sounds great. Um, I can't, I can't think of what it was now. It's really bugging me. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> me too. So um, back to how I give back to the community. Um, we have the mother's closet. So, yeah. oh, now I'm, anyway. Okay. We have mother. Yeah. We won't go in depth with mother, mother's closet. Beth did a phenomenal video um, not oh my goodness. that you can find on our Facebook page that you can go and look at about mother's closet. And then we put together postpartum gift bags for each of our clients. So as a client, you are going to receive a postnatal gift bag when your birth doula comes to visit with you. Um, and Beth also did a video on that. So you'll see what kind of comes into that, that bag. Um, Real the question that I started to have that I lost track of <laughs> was, um, and we can go do another video on this because we really could go a lot more in depth than this brief overview. But all day <laughs> yeah, for, for starters, on the first question, you mentioned free services. Yes. The first question that we can ask in the next video is how do I qualify for free services? If I don't qualify for free services, how do I qualify for sliding scale? Yeah. And if I, whether I qualify for a sliding scale or for the full birth at forward program, um, do you have a payment payment plan and how does that work? Because we really tailor all of these things to you. Our main goal is to support you through your labor and delivery, whether you can pay us or not. We of right. course ask for the payment <laughs> because we want to pay our doulas, you know, yeah. in order to maintain our own integrity and in order to maintain good quality doulas to offer to the community, we need to be able to pay them. Yeah. Um, so birth it forward helps to support that, but also the payment plan and our fundraising process. Yeah. You have more to add to that at all? Um, a lot. Uh, so <laughs> well, we'll then I will to, table that for the next we'll talk. We'll have to table that and uh, <laughs> create another topic maybe next week um, yeah. before we kind of jump into postpartum and stuff like that on um, all of our different financial levels and, and how to qualify for all of those. Um, we have so many different systems and programs set up and um, with our partnerships, our fantastic partners, who they are, what they do. Um, and how we work with them. I honestly could go on and on all day, but I'm not going to bore you today. We'll save it for another day and then I'll bore you with that. Um, but yeah, we have, we have so many options. We are really founded on and focused on providing doula services to everyone. Um, and we really want to make that possible in every way that we can. Right. You know, every, every person who's getting ready to have a baby 
deserves to have the information that they need to make informed decisions about their body and their baby um, and their own family dynamic. And then they also deserve to have the support that they might be looking for. So, you know, it's totally fine if you're that kind of person who's like, I don't want anyone else in the birth room, especially if you've been through it before and you know how you react to things. Um, And it's, it's, we want to make sure that if you hold on just a second, okay, we want to make sure that if you want that support, that you have it available to you. So um, if you are interested in working with us, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Please head over to our website, www.caseywomensministry.org and go ahead and contact us. Go to that contact us page or go to the birth doula page and you can sign up for our services through there. We would be so honored if you chose to work with us and we start that next step in in your life change and in changing seasons from, you know, a individual to a parent. Yes. Yes, I can turn that on in just a little bit. Okay, we're almost done here. (laughs) (laughs) She wants PJ mask. Uh, So real quick, we do have an enrichment happening tonight. It is NICU basics with a NICU nurse um, with Jasmine Brown. And we would love to have you there. Head over to our website. You can click on events and sign up for your tickets. Um, And let's see, our next show topic, I believe, was how do doulas get paid? If you guys would prefer, we can absolutely go more in depth with um, the fee information. You know, how do I get a free doula or the sliding scale fundraising? How's the payment plan work? We can we can switch topics and go right into there. So I'd love for you to give some comments. Let us know which one you're more interested in. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. I know I had a blast, Madison. I always have fun. I love it so much. Me too. And make sure that you have your tea for afternoon tea next Thursday at 1.30. We'd love to hear your questions and make sure you go ahead and get those questions submitted. Bumpaholics um, podcast on Patreon if you want to support us and keeping up with all of our new videos. So we have videos coming out every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for hanging out with us. We loved having you here. Don't forget to hit that like button because you know we deserve it. Leave a comment to let us know why. Your participation and constructive feedback helps us grow and shapes our community that you can be a part of. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials so you can stay in the loop for upcoming videos, live events, fundraisers, and Patreon goodies. Goodbye for now. We'll see you soon.